the Surf Chaos Podcast. Welcome, this is Joe Riska, and I'm doing a solo podcast today. First of all, this podcast is sponsored by Minnow Surfboards. Check them out at minnowsurfboards.com, as well as on Instagram. Check out Minnow Surfboards. Say what's up to Micah, really cool dude. And uh, he does a great job if you're looking for like a retro shape or just something kind of fun for the summer. He's got you covered. Um, handmade from start to finish. Um, you can't beat it. So please check him out. See what it's all about. All right. I am um, just doing a solo because I'm uh, home alone. And f- there's a lot of things that I feel like have been happening um, in the surf world. It's kind of starting to come back to normal. And I feel like it's we're getting teased a little bit. Uh, especially with the rumble at the ranch. That was a fucking bummer just like it was a tease but you know it is what it was it wasn't a WSL tour stop um it was just a fun event and nothing spectacular nothing really special just a just a a fun event and I think that's what the ranch should be used for I don't think it should be used for WSL tour spot I get it the place makes money for them so that's why they keep it you know you got to think how much is it going to cost to set up an event um, at Trestles? It's a lot of money. There's a lot of logistics things there, permits, and all the scaffolding equipment, getting things there, back, paying for all the you know, crew to be there. Whereas the ranch, everything's there, everything's set up. They can, you know, when things are back to normal, you just you charge money for people to come there. And you can't charge money for people to go to the beach. So. I think as as a business perspective, it's making sense for them, but as a uh, you know someone who's watching the event, it's pretty freaking lame. I mean, maybe being there is a little more fun because you're there with the excitement, and, you know they've got Blink 182 playing or whatever cheesy old school band that they want to play is there. So I'm happy to see that surfing is starting back up in a way kind of it looks like there's gonna be some events in australia that are gonna be happening um they're actually gonna have real events on the beach unlike here well we're not doing that so yeah yeah we all right i'm gonna kind of focus here for a second the fact that california does not have an event on the beach let's say COVID aside it's just back to normal again there's still not an event on the beach in the usa which is mind-blowing you know, we've got how many guys, and we got so many guys that are, um, you know, from here, from California as well, and there was not a, a event on the beach. So, I would like to see it, but I think right now it's going to be more like getting through this coronavirus bullshit and um, you know, getting back to where things were. I think right now, I think this thing's set to be on hold, and I can't be too upset about what's going on things were out of everybody's control uh but it's almost september and then the triple crown is right around the corner uh supposedly it's going to happen which is in november but i know hawaii starting to see an increase in cases and they're kind of trying to slow down their travel for people coming into the state um so what does that mean for people coming from other countries what's that mean for people coming from mainland to the islands, and you know they have to quarantine, and uh, I, I think it, you know it's obviously you know Hawaii's trying to kind of not have people just hanging out on the beach too. So how are you going to have a big event 
which draws a big crowd um, on the beach and say, no, sorry, no one could be here. Could happen. They could, could, could have some kind of crowd control just to have the event. Um, maybe it'll be all Hawaiians who are just there surfing, which should be cool. Um, just, you know, just locals. Um, but yeah, I kind of like, you know, Brazilians are having a hard time traveling right now. And, you know, they make up a big chunk of what's on the tour. So how are you going to keep out, you know, the Brazilians? They put up such a big fight. The Aussies as well. Uh, and, you know, so I, I'm a little pessimistic that it's going to happen. I don't I don't see that the, the Triple Crown is going to happen. I think it's a, it's a tease. or like They want it to happen. They're trying to move forward saying, all right, let's make this happen. But I don't think we're going to have uh, a real tour until next year and um, it's just how it is but um, you know I think we just kind of got to roll the punches and I think it's pretty cool seeing a lot of these little like small events somewhat I think you know I think some of the stuff out of Australia is gonna be more entertaining than the stuff we're seeing here at the freaking ranch and um, you know if you're really bored of surfing just dude watch some Ben Gravy or Jamie O'Brien they're putting up tons of videos which I think are way more entertaining than um, especially Jamie the guy's fucking freak throwing on speedos and just riding crazy waves it's like come on he's putting some humor into it trying to have fun uh, i want to see more guys doing silly stuff like that and uh so speaking of silly stuff uh, i've uh got a chance to go surfing past couple days myself water is like in the mid to upper 70s here in southern california it feels like i'm back in hawaii water's been crystal clear there's been very little wind so it's warm out and uh, the waves have been a little fun, you know, three to four foot um, fun waves coming in. So it's, it's awesome to be able to get out there and, uh, you know, feel like I'm alive again, back to normal. You know, I think everybody knows when you go a little streak without surfing. I think I went a whole month this recently. Uh, that was a real bummer. So, anyways. Uh, but yeah, this morning I went out, buckled my board, and it was my board, scratched my chin, surfing Newport, low tide, and yeah, just went to go duck dive, total kook move, freaking, I knew it was shallow, I didn't quite put the nose into the uh, ground, but what happened was I just ducked over under, underneath, the lip hit me, and it kind of sucked the board out from underneath me, and threw me, threw me back down, it was physical the first, I never had this happen before, it picked me up and then shoved me into the ground. And uh, as my nose of the board hit, it also pushed my face, my chin into the, the sand, and I got a little scrape. Um, nice way to start your day. Uh, good way to, that was like just powering out, too. So I had to surf the whole session with a, a buckled nose on the board. I'm just glad it was the nose, not the middle of the board. So I was actually able to surf. And then I had some old fucking guy drop in on me on the best wave I caught. And uh, he, you know, I guess he thinks he can just get a pass because he's old, you know. I'm gonna start dyeing my hair white and see what happens. This guy doesn't look perfect wave. And most, let me back to it. Most of the other was very respectful about not dropping in, so it was hard to catch waves. And everybody's, you know, it was pretty crowded, so I wasn't dropping in. Other guys weren't dropping in, but this guy just goes blatantly, just keeps going, doesn't look back at all. And it was a perfect left, you know, a nice shoulder high wave, and just, anyways drops in on me and he's like oh man sorry about that tries to be like my friend afterwards i was like okay whatever it was more comical than anything and then we're gonna sneeze and then some guy afterwards drops in on me i you know give him a whoo looks back sees me still goes he's like 
looks back again after he's gone, sees him right there like on his tail, and then he kicks out. And I just kind of give him a little bit of a stare, and he's like, I didn't think you are going to make it. Um, yeah, I was right there. He's like, I just didn't think you know you're ever gonna catch up with me. Well, I don't want to like have our boards touch. I'm trying to stay right behind you, and if I like, try to go underneath you, you, I don't know if you're taking the high line. I don't know. You know, you, your skills were pretty mediocre at best. You're good at dropping in on people, obviously. You fuck kook. But uh, yeah, that, so that was a bummer. You know, I had two really good waves that got ruined by fucking assholes. And then I was thinking, you know what? If I want to drop it on someone, I'm going to drop it on these guys. So I got two free passes. There's two guys in the water that now are not in my way. But unfortunately, um, you know, nothing came that way, my way to where I could drop it on these guys. Um, but that was my thought. I was like, you know what? If, um, if I'm ever going to drop it on somebody, that's an opportunity to do it. The other thing I was thinking about, if you're going to drop it on somebody, it's if you've seen them go for at least two waves i'll give them two waves and not catch it done you're going for it because you know what? if you if especially if you could have gone and then they just don't go oh i can't quite get in or... and i must apologize i had a little pause there so if you hear a little gap i'm gonna try to edit these out but um a couple little things were um a couple things went wrong here just in the recording so uh i'm back and I lost my rhythm, and this is the problem with uh, not having a guest, because you know you lose your rhythm. There's a few little you know ums and just some silent air in between. But back to us saying you know drop it in, guys. I think those are valid reasons, and I think if you're gonna drop it in someone, you know, don't just you know make sure you have a reason to do it. I don't think that guy dropped it in me because I didn't go on anything, because I know I didn't pass anything up so it wasn't for that and uh he knew he fucked up he knew he fucked up that's why he said what he said and then he you know he kind of cowered away like the tail between his legs didn't want to look at me anymore for that and i was just like it was comical really i was just like i'm over it. I don't, i'm not gonna get super mad anymore over it. it's just a fucking wave and um you know it's one thing if i'm surfing somewhere super dangerous and it's gonna cause me to possibly get hurt but I did get hurt today, but that wasn't anybody's fault. So, yeah, I think moving forward with the um, rest of the summer, I'm pretty pumped. The water is warm right now. Hopefully it stays warm for at least another month. It's nice just, like, not wearing a wetsuit or always wearing a spring suit. So nice. And this little run of fun swell has been good. And speaking of fun swell, it looks like the golf is actually getting some really good waves right now with uh, two hurricanes uh, coming into the golf at the same time which is totally unheard of, and um, uh, it's awesome, and it's really cool that um, the East Coast is, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say the East Coast, but the golf as well, they're, they're, they're getting some, they're, they're, they're running swell right now, this is what you look forward to um, all year, is these hurricanes to come in and bring in some swell, but at the same time, you're hoping it's never anything more than a Category 1, because anything beyond that is when you start seeing some really, some damage. Uh, that can be done. Category ones, you know, you, you might have a few trees down. You might lose your power, maybe. A uh, little bit of storm surge, nothing, nothing that uh, can't be handled. But as we start getting those category threes and more, and it's you, you were in real trouble there. And uh, but yeah, it looks like uh, you know the travel right now for surfing is uh, pretty minimal as far as going international. But it seems like uh, Waco has been like the popular spot to uh, be go be going. It's just like. 
It's, it's something different, it's unique, it's a fun wave, it's accessible for everybody. You pay your 90 bucks an hour and you can surf. So you can, you know, not like you're in some amazing town, but you're doing something fun, it, you're surfing this cool wave. You can, if you spend an hour there, you probably catch five or six waves. I'm not sure exactly how it works. And it's the same wave over and over, so you're gonna figure that thing out. Come back the next day, do another hour, um, you know, start getting the rhythm. Uh, seems fun to me. It seems like a cool little venture. I think traveling with these surfboards to Texas is actually pretty cool, especially like kind of middle of Texas, you're not even like right near the coast. So, uh, really, really cool experience. I, I kind of really want to pull it off. Uh, I, saw, I was just in the water on Friday, and there was like a couple guys out there talking about, oh, didn't we just see each other in Waco? Like, they didn't even know each other, but they reckon they were both there at the same time. Like, that was kind of cool. Like, how random is that? You, you saw each other in Waco, Texas? It's not like, hey, I saw you in Costa Rica. And it's like, yeah, right. or Hawaii. I mean, if you see someone in Hawaii, the odds are pretty high. Um, so, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to a surf trip, but I'm so happy that there's warm water now. It makes you feel like you're on a surf trip when you get the, the warm water and uh, the clear water and a little fun run of swell. So, let's... The other thing that um, I noticed I hadn't surfed in a month is I wasn't even doing yoga and I freaking was blowing it. And uh, I might have talked about this before on top again, how important it is when you're not surfing uh, to take care of yourself and uh, have, a, have a workout, have a regime that you do that um, keeps, you, keeps you fit, keeps you limber. And I noticed for me, like yoga always works. If I'm, if I'm not surfing and I'm doing a lot of yoga, I get back in the water, I feel like I haven't missed a beat. My endurance is up. My focus is there, and uh, and if I'm surfing regular and doing yoga, you know, I'm, it's even better. I'm actually kind of progressing and advancing in my surfing instead of staying stagnant. Uh, I noticed that if I don't surf a lot and I do yoga, when I get back in the water, I'm so I'm kind of right where I left off. I'm not really advancing. I'm maybe rethinking my surfing a little bit, and you know, maybe willing to try a few few things but I also want to kind of like get a few of my comfort moves in first you know a couple of my, my classic turns that I've got you know kind of down to doing for you know years I think we all have those you know signature moves that we all do and it makes you feel good and you, you want to get a few of those under your belt before you kind of just kind of get your confidence up before you try anything new and that's kind of how today went too I got a few uh, speed floats in a couple of nice little hacks and then I was like all right now I'll just start trying I me mean, emphasize we're trying uh, to go for some errors, and uh, you know, I think it's doing that right out of the gates because I know I'm gonna fail. I start feeling like more of a failure, failure, and then unless I get you know a few uh, moves that I'm comfortable with, and I can get those in, and then I can uh, you know have the confidence to try some other things. I think um, you know the fact that I'm uh, 40 years old and still trying to progress my surfing is is uh, makes me happy. Uh, you know, I thought by now, probably, you know, I think we all thought, you know, unless we're like, you know, some kind of prodigy, we'd all be better than we were, at, you know, after surfing for 25 years. But um, not giving up and still trying hard and still trying to push myself. So uh, I hope I can continue to do that, you know, through my 40s and 50s. And then, you know, I, you know, I have been riding a bigger board um, on some days. Today I was back on the short board just because of the wave I was at, it's a little hollow and steep and fast. Uh, not really conducive to the bigger boards. And 
but being out on the big boards and surfing those waves is really fun because you get your wave count up. It kind of, I don't know, I don't know. In some way, it resets your surfing a little bit. Like you kind of feel a little bit more. It's it's a different pace. So when you get back on a shortboard, you're like, oh, I've got this thing down. Let me just, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it boosts my confidence mix. So your wave counts up, and it's fun. And you, you, you definitely get a different perspective of the wave when you're longboarding because you're trying to really just stay in that pocket the whole time. Um, you know, I'm not doing like bottom turns and top turns, and you know, I'm not trying to get out too far in front of the white water to come to do like roundhouses and cutbacks um, or just flying on the wave. So it's kind of fun to like trying to stay right there in the pocket, trying to get toes in the nose or. It's trying to keep your speed right there, um, and you see the wave differently. At least I do, and I'm, I'm sure you know other people who go back and forth between boards. Um, but I don't want to just totally go over to the dark side and uh, surf those boards because I do like mixing up. I think I'm now trying to just maybe all right. I'm gonna surf this spot. I'll shortboard instead of always just shortboarding every spot. I'm like all right, this wave. I can bring the big board out. I'm gonna catch more waves. I'm gonna have a good time. And you know, this wave, you know, it can handle bigger boards, and it's not steep. Um, and if I'm gonna start steeper, more hollow waves. I'll, I'll just do the short board. So I think that's kind of my my go my go-to move right now. And um, it's been great with uh, not much wind in the, uh, on the water too. I think it's just keeping the water pretty warm keeping the surf pretty clean most of the day. I mean, you get a little bit of onshore crumble, but it's like, it's it's still keeping the face of the wave really glassy. And so I'm feeling very lucky to be able to uh, surf right now and have these conditions. And yeah, I think that's about it. You know, I think the, uh, I, I did want to talk more about the rumble, the ranch. It was, you know, there was a lot of hype put into it, a lot of money. I feel like was kind of put into the marketing of it as well and it just was so lackluster and i really I, I really hope that at some point they, they can find a way to not have that as a tour spot on wsl and uh so speaking of tour i i kind of wanted to bring up like the schedule of what's going to happen i mean i talked about triple crown that and then pipe kind of being the start of the year but I'm, I'm so curious of like how this is all gonna play out. I think a lot of us are like, how is it gonna look as far as your fantasy team goes? How's it gonna look um, as far as you know? I think getting used to everything. I think you know, in our heads, we're so used to one way, and I think to, uh, I think until we see it, maybe one or two seasons, how it all plays out, we're, we're not gonna be quite used to it, and maybe have some resistance for it. Like anything new, there's always there's always resistance to change. Um, it's hard to be open to. Uh, something when you feel like it works and it's done so well and uh, you know I, I think we're all I'm, I don't know, I'm excited to see a lot of the old talent back in the water competing like I, but at the same time I'm excited to see some of these new guys uh, and I'm excited to see G Lan as a spot I just wish I keep saying this every single time we would see uh, some more um, some different spots on the tour. Uh, you know, in some ways, it's kind of a bummer to see France gone, but you know, I started thinking about, again, the business side of it. How much does it cost to put on an event in France? I know they're gonna have Portugal, which is probably expensive too, but it's the same thing. It's like, it's a lot of money to go somewhere. You gotta pay, 
you know, Joe Chappelle and Rosie to get out there too, you know, and, you know, pay for their lodging and their flights and their food and, you know, as opposed, they live here in California, so for them to go surf, to go to the ranch, they just drive their asses up there and they, you know, it's, it's you know, so much more expensive to put on, put on a, uh, a contest and, uh, here at the ranch, but I would... I, all right, I was thinking about this a lot. Okay, California. If we weren't, if they weren't going to do trestles, if they say it's trestles, it's just like no, it's just too much of a hassle. Where would be the the spot to have a surf contest in California? There's a lot of waves, but it's also not like that's one of the best high performance waves in the world. And I've I mean, been watching it on surf finally. It's oh my god, it's on. It place is so good. And I can't really think of anywhere else. It's you know the place is consistent too. It picks up a lot of swell this time of year. Um, it's always a little bit bigger than everywhere else. So where would be the spot? I mean, you think about San Diego, like, you know, there's a lot of kind of mushy waves in there too. I mean, Blacks is okay, but that'd be quite, that'd be pretty much impossible to get everything down there. Like Huntington's a good spot. I think the pier would be, you know, they've had contests there many, many times. They had the U.S. Open there. I feel like uh, Huntington should maybe be a spot on the tour. And that was just a beach break. But it's a high-performance wave. Uh, it does get a lot of swell in the summer. Um, you know, you can get some barrels out there, which you're not going to really get it uh, lowers. Um, I think maybe putting a little focus on maybe going up to Santa Cruz. I think having that wave at Steamer Lane was pretty awesome. They had that one year. That was about, what, eight years ago? Uh, 2012, I think it was. And then... Uh, you know, Ocean Beach was great in San Francisco. I think it's a cool spot to host it. It's a cool city. It's unique. Um, it's a fickle spot, though. And, you know, you get the fog be a real issue, too, as far as the contest goes. Um, I think you'd have to almost, you know, your window would definitely have to be, you know, late September or mid, I think um, early October would probably be the best window for that. But at the same time, it, it's, it's, it's a little tricky, I think, that way to uh, have a contest there. Uh, you know, it could be so shitty for so long, or it could be really good, but then the fog's an issue too. The fog really sets in there by the beach, and you wouldn't be able to see the surfers as well. Um, you know, I think the East Coast is way too fickle. There's just not enough uh, consistent swell over there. And then if you're kind of trying to rely on hurricane swell, then you're also taking the risk of actually coming across a hurricane as well. I mean, the Outer Banks definitely picks up surf, you know, be a cool spot. But I think California's going to have it. I think either Santa Cruz or Huntington would be good. Um, I mean, maybe, I mean, yeah, there's, you know, I'm thinking Central Coast without really, you know, the consistency and also the fog can be an issue in Central Coast. But I think, um, yeah, I think Trestles really was the best place to have it. If, but if they don't want to do it there because of cost or permits, I think Huntington would be your best bet or Santa Cruz. So, um yeah, I would love to hear what other people's thoughts are on, on that. That's, um, you know, you know it, I think it's a subject that comes up a lot whenever I read comments on the tour. And it's like, everybody's like, why isn't there, um, why is there three in Australia? I mean, yeah, Australia's got plenty of great waves. It's one of the best surf in the world. So, so how do you not have one at Gold Coast? How do you not have one at Bells? And how do you not have one at Margaret River? I mean, it's just like, and they're such a big country, but and then the U.S. doesn't have anything. I mean, I guess Hawaii, but I feel like when it comes to surfing, Hawaii kind of falls in its own category. It's not quite, I mean, it is U.S., but it never, you know. Or why not go back to Puerto Rico? Um, 
why isn't Central America um, or South America? I mean, I guess Brazil's there. You know, that's a spot. But you know, I think there's so many waves. Like Costa Rica could have. You know, why don't they go surfing Costa Rica or Mexico again? I mean, the world's so big, and we they keep sticking to the same places over and over and over. And I just would love to see it mixed up. And I think mixing it up would help too. With you know, the guys that. I've been on the tour for a while, maybe not having surfed these waves, and it's kind of a new spot for everybody. And, you know, like, I, I do think there needs to be some of the same spots. I love seeing Chopu, I love seeing Pipe. Um, and why not have one big wave spot on the tour, too? Like, have these guys paddle out, or don't. Be like, hey, Jaws is on the tour this year, and you have to surf it. And if you choose not to, well, lose your points. That's just how it's going to go. Um, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, all these guys have the ability to do it. These are, these are the best surfers in the world. It's just if they are wanting to be out in big waves. And I feel like they, I feel like they can do it. They all, they all have it. I mean, if you're surfing Chopu, which is, like, I mean, especially big or big pipe, you can go out and surf Jaws. It's just, yeah, it's bigger. Um, and you've got water patrol out there. You I mean you got so many people on you, quick, you know, helping you out if something goes wrong. You know, you're not there by yourself in some misto wave. So I f feel like that would kind of round out the tour a little bit if they put a, a big wave spot on there. Because I feel like you you have your point breaks. Uh, like you know, snappers is like your kind of high performance point break. It's fun. It does barrel. Doesn't get too big. Uh, Bells can get big, but it's mushy. Uh, Jay Bay is probably the best point break on the tour, um, but they're all rights. You know, I think there should be a left that's a little bit more. Um, you know, why not go to New Zealand, go to Raglan, or Peru? Yeah, it'd be cool to see another uh, point break that's uh, maybe left. I even feel like when they go to Margaret River, it's, it's um, I guess you can go left or right there, but then they get the box, it goes right. Um, Oh, what am I talking about? We're gonna put G Land on the tour. There's a left, perfect left. See, ever since Fiji left, um, yeah, they put G Land on there, which is, I think, a great spot. And I'm really bummed we didn't get to see G Land this year. Oh, that was such a bummer. I really, 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 uh, I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most, is seeing G Land. Um, and I hope when they get it, that it's just firing. And, you know, I really, I know there's like a surf window for contests. It has to be done within two weeks. But sometimes I really wish they could just find a way to like say, "All right, guys, it's happening." But logistically, you can. You got to get all the crew there. You got all the equipment there, especially now with the. Um. And you don't want to like bump somebody off. You don't want to be like, "Oh, sorry, guys, I know you paid for your, uh, you know, your two weeks here at G Land or one week, but you know, you're not giving to surf because we're kicking you guys out to have the contest." So yeah, you you really couldn't do that. But I think, you know, having it maybe doing the best swell window, which I know they tried to, uh, would be good. So, yeah. I mean, Portugal's a fun one. Yeah, it's just another beach break. And then, you know, Pipe. Um, I mean, Chopu, yeah. I mean, Chopu, I'm, it, it's a reef slab. I'm not sure I want to call it a point break so much. Um, it's not so pointy. Not like Malibu, where it's like a point break. And yeah, I mean, and I know we got like a longboard tour too, but I mean, I guess this is like the best, you know, shortboard tour, that's what it should be called, because 
it's what it is. They're all riding shortboards, and then there's a longboard. But I think to have an all-around surfer, maybe have like a, a longboard spot in the tour too. I mean, it, I feel like you know we're we're talking about all around, and there should be specialty events. I think the ranch it should be a specialty event, like an all-star game. You make your money right there, Eric Logan. You still host that. You still charge people to get in. You still have a band there. You still charge people to drink and eat and have a good time. You know, I'm sure all the guys on the tour were lap. You know, everybody wants to surf it. No one's gonna say no. I don't want to be on tour. You know, I mean that ranch. Have it be a charity event. You know, have the money go to Surfrider Foundation or whatever like the uh, charity event that the person who wins they want to send the money to. They get to it. And uh, I did actually like that concept, but the guys and girls teamed up together. I thought that was actually really cool. And then Holly took the best score from um, the guy and the girl. Um, wasn't just like you got two best scores because we know it just be the guys. Um, which actually was totally true. And I, and I feel like the scoring for the girls was pretty good. I thought they actually were trying to score the guys and the girls kind of evenly, um, which I was impressed by. Um, the scoring there is, is strange. I mean, how do you get a perfect 10? How do you not get a perfect? I mean, it's like you have to, like, it's very calculated, I feel like. They feel like, all right, you have to hit four turns before the barrel. Uh, you have to get your barrel there. When you come out, you need to make sure you do, like, two more turns for that other barrel. You gotta get it, all right, how deep you can get in that last barrel. If you make it out of that last barrel, you have to do one crazy air or just one, you know, you have, and then you get your eight to 10 point ride, but no one really ever gets a 10 point ride there. Unless, yeah, I don't know, it's it's tricky. But I think they should be throwing out a few more tens. I mean, do see some impressive things, you know, set the scale a little differently. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely like that combo of the guys and the girls surfing together as a team. I thought that was really cool, and I think doing that at the ranch again for um, specialty events would be really cool. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, so the girls are going to have, the women, they're all going to be the same, surf the same events as the men. And I think Pipe and Chopu have always been two events that they haven't surfed because they're really heavy ways, and they said, well, the girls aren't. Man, whatever. I don't know. There's a regular reason why. Like they just can't handle it. And don't think that's true. I've seen the talent of these women surfing lately, and they're killing it. They're ripping. We're seeing airs. We're seeing this, the same stuff. We're seeing barrels. And I think their skill level, um, they don't have the power as men. It's just a fact. Okay. Oops. Power aside, the skill level, the focus, the endurance, and uh, the energy is there. And and I, I so I think surfing. Uh, pipe and um, Chopu. Let's see Chopu. Um, it's gonna be cool to see, and uh, I really feel like they should try to. I know they usually try to give. Them, it's always a little biased. They try to give the men the bigger and best window, and they say, "All right, here we go, woman." I'll, I want to see the woman go out on the big day too. I, I want, you know, I think it needs to be even, and I think they can do it. And I want to. I think it'd be quite entertaining. Uh, I think with Chopu, even for the guys, whoever starts it, I think seeing the wipeout there is probably half the fun too. Like, oh, we didn't make it. We're like, oh god, oh that's crowded. He's lived through that. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing that's gonna be really exciting on the tour. I think it might make women surfing a little bit more exciting than uh, than it used to be. For me, I always, I don't know, it just wasn't as exciting. I don't know. I think because they put them out in the studio waves and things like that. So. All right, well, thanks for listening, and check out Instagram for Surf Chaos. Also, check out Minnow Surfboards, and uh, catch you next time. Ciao.